Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. Okay, welcome in to another Truth Time transmission. We're going coast to coast and around the world at truthtimeradio.com. That's truthtimeradio.com. Today, we'll open up the toll-free line, one 988 That line's currently open. If you've, if you've got a Bible question or comment for us here at Truth Time, that's one 988 We'll see if we can work in at least one call today. We want to remind you to check out our website at truthtimeradio.com. That's www.truthtimeradio.com. We're hearing from listeners who are enjoying the on-demand link, and they're going there and listening to all of the archive programs, and we certainly encourage you to do the same. Truth Time Radio. Is this Mr. Ursi? Yes, this is Trace Ursi, right. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Ursi. I, 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 like, found a spring of fresh water. I, you know, I'm, I'm out here in California. I discovered the Grace Gospel a couple of years ago, and it's like it's, you know, it's just redone my life for me. You know, it's a dry world for this grace gospel. And mm-hmm. I just found your show, and I'm sending your uh, uh, <laughs> Truth Time Radio to all my friends. Uh, it's just amazing. Thank you so much for your ministry. Well, we thank you for your call and for that encouragement. What is your, uh, you don't have to give your full name, but what's your first name? Oh, Arlie. And what part of California are you calling from, Arlie? Well, I'm just south of Placerville, a little town called Somerset. It's a little burg down here south of Placerville, California. Uh, off of Highway 50. We're in the Sierra Nevada foothills. Oh, beautiful out there, huh? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's just beautiful. But, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, I was fighting uh, between the Gospels and Apostle Paul, mm-hmm. and a lot of things were just not making sense for me. But long story short, I've been listening to Mr. Uh, Jim uh, Devney and Steve Atwood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a couple of great uh, uh, preachers. Right. Steve's here in the uh, local area. In yes, he is, in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. right. as a matter of fact. But uh, anyway, I've been listening to all of his sermons, and then I discovered you. And I just you, you've got a great ministry. I just wish some way I could take and transport you on a transporter and bring you out here to California set you right in the middle of California. <laughs> California needs needs your ministry so bad. Well, I, I just wish you could try to find some radio stations out here in California, uh, affiliates that would carry your broadcast. And I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, I've been starved to death. I've been starving to death out here in California. Uh, I've got pastors, you know, here in the churches I've gone to, and, and I've had disagreements, you know, arguments, you know, trying to tell them that there is something different about Paul's gospel, but they, they continue to blend it to, mm-hmm. to uh, make a hybrid gospel. Yes, and it's sir. just been driving me nuts. That's right. It's a hybrid gospel. You're so correct. And, uh, uh, you know, even when what, what they have to do is they have to, in order to not see the distinction of the Pauline ministry, you have to change what the Bible actually says. <laughs> When I when I've tried to point these things out, they get upset at me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, and then they mix a little bit of the charismatic, you know, and and mm-hmm. that stuff just drives me nuts. And anyway, boy, I'm I I've got a hold of you. I'm not I'm not letting you go. I got you on all over my computer. I'm letting never. I'm sending out your uh, your uh, YouTube list uh, to people I know and your website. 
And uh, just uh, thank you. I hope you can expand it and make what whatever you're doing to get this grace gospel out. I would love to see a, a grace a Bible church uh, develop out here in our area uh, because it's like a desert out here. I'm telling you. What's happening to me since I've discovered the grace gospel, now I go back and all those things that I previously believed was the truth of God. Now, you know, now it, it changes everything. You know, it changes everything that you were taught before, what you thought was part of your, your faith, and it's, it's not. It, it was Jewish. Had everything to do with the, with the kingdom gospel. Nothing to do with what we have. I, that's why Paul says we have a glorious gospel. It's, like he says, the unsearchable riches. I love what, um, I love what Paul says in, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. He says, consider what I say and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what scripture was that again? 2 Timothy 2 verse 7. Okay, okay. And that one, you know, that pretty much closes the door on religion. You, you you consider what Paul says, because we're in this dispensation of grace that was given to him. So right. uh, consider what he says, and the Lord give the understanding in all things. And, of course, the all things there certainly does have something to do with all spiritual things in this book. <laughs> well, you know, as I'm reading along now, a lot of things just suddenly hit me as that I, I never really completely understood. You mentioned some a scripture, uh, sec, uh, uh, Romans um, two sixteen, I believe, where uh, that we're going to be judged by Paul's gospel, right? You know, and I, all of a sudden, I, I just realized we're not going to be judged by, by, by law or anything else. You know, we're going to be judged whether or not we believe his gospel. You and I spent years probably, you know, looking and uh, scaling right over that verse, not really understanding what we were reading. No, I didn't, and I do that all the time. And yeah. as I listen to your sermons, uh, I, I'm just making new discoveries all the time. Yesterday, I mean last night or this morning, I was listening to your description of the Bride of Christ. Oh, what a great sermon. Thank that was you. so wonderful. And now an old friend of mine that helped, uh, really bring, bring me to the grace gospel. He's 89 years old. I, 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 <laughs> I sicked him on your website. Now he can't leave alone. He's already listened to four or five years sermons today. But anyway, we were talking, we're going to have a discussion about this, uh, about, about the bride of Christ, the way you presented it. I, I can't thank you enough. you you've got a blessed ministry. God's using you in a wonderful way. And I'm going to pray for you every day that God will give you the strength and the courage to continue doing what you're doing. Because it's, it's, it, it, what you're doing is a, I just wish people could grasp what you're saying, how important it is. It, you've got a message that, that's, that's not being said today. I feel really honored to have, uh, get to uh, speak with you, Mr. Hersey, and that well, I'm going to be listening for the rest of your sermons. I've got a, uh, a whole bunch more to go through. <laughs> uh, have you been to the website? Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Yes, I go through your. I've gone through some of your scripture comparisons. Um, uh, you know, I've been listening primarily to. I just discovered your website, oh, okay. and I'm just I'm just head over heels with us with us. And uh, boy, I just wish you could get uh, some affiliates out here somewhere. Well, thank you, sir, and it was a joy speaking with you. And uh, you have a wonderful day and grace and peace to you. That <laughs> is the very same to you, Mr. Ursi. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Truth Time Radio on 1490 AM. The talk of Chattanooga. Coast to coast and around the world. TruthTimeRadio.com.
We're going coast to coast and around the world, rightly dividing the word of truth, helping you to better understand your Bible. It was certainly good to hear from our listener out west, Arlie, listening in California. We also would like to take a moment to say hello to Barry and Robin Wood, along with their 16-year-old boat rocking son, Aaron, all listening to us from the great state of Illinois. And we welcome a new listener, Penny Schrock of Arthur, Illinois. Penny, who we just learned last week, is Robin's sister. So thank you, Robin, for advertising the program and... And thanks to all of you who are listening as we together continue to grow in the grace of God. Here at Truth Time, it indeed brings us joy to hear from those of you who, whose lives are being, being impacted and transformed by the Lord's unfailing love and unmerited favor. We're delighted to hear from those of you who are waking up to the truth. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So you see, it's to our benefit to to really think on this verse. Let it it sink in today. How about this? Start waking up in the morning with each new day, telling yourself that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Do you agree with God or not? If you'll begin to agree with God, confessing that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, your wrong thinking will begin to change. You'll stop relying on your performance to make you righteous. You'll stop trying to be the righteousness of God and begin to be the righteousness of God in Christ. Don't change the verse and try to make it what religion wants it to say. Don't change it and try to make it line up with your feelings. Just let the verse say what it says. If you've trusted in the finished cross work of Christ, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Not out of Christ and in your flesh, but in Christ and in the Spirit. As Paul declared in Romans 5.19, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one, that's Jesus, shall many be, and what's the next word? Made. Made righteous. You cannot do anything to earn it. It's unmerited. You were made righteous by the Maker. You're not the Maker of your righteousness. Christ is. I mean, seriously. Someone would have to have an ego, as inflated as a Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloon, to think that they have a part in their salvation. That ego makes it hard for them to believe that someone can actually save them without their help. We're saved by faith in what Christ did. He doesn't need your help, and by the way, you have nothing to offer. And after you're saved, you're placed in Christ, and Paul tells us in Romans 8:39 that neither height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ. And in Romans 12:5, Paul tells us, We are one body in Christ. You see, when it comes to your salvation, it's not about you. Everything revolves and centers around being in Christ. It's not about being in religion, in your denomination. It's not about in your flesh. It's not in water baptism, asking for forgiveness or turning from sin. No, sir. Righteousness is found in Christ. And the only way to get in Christ is by faith alone in Christ alone, without any works of any kind at any time. 
Our works and service come after and not before salvation. You know, there's a popular false doctrine that says, to be saved, you must turn from sin and then trust Christ for your salvation. That's not the gospel. That's not the gospel that saves today. Turning from sin is a work, and mixing your works with God's grace no longer saves anyone. Romans 11.6 Read the evidence for yourself. It once did, and is why the Apostle James told the twelve tribes of Israel that faith without works cannot save them. James 2.14 Because under the covenant God made with Israel, not you, faith without works was dead. James chapter 2 verse 20 And he told them that by their works they were justified, and not by faith only. But our Apostle Paul tells us, the body of Christ, the complete opposite. Paul tells us that we're justified by faith only and have peace with God, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. And while we're in Romans, look in chapter 1, verse 16. In Romans 1, 16 is where Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Notice it's not to everyone that worketh, but to everyone that believeth. You know, if you uh, go to a motivational seminar... You're likely to hear the speaker say, if you'll just follow these three steps, or they may say seven or ten steps, whatever, but they'll tell you that you're on your way to financial success. But on the flip side, flip that coin and here's what they'll say. If you do not succeed, it's because you did not follow the steps correctly. Well, while that's good, this is not a seminar and there's no steps to follow. This is a Bible study radio program, and and let me spell it out for you with great plainness of speech. The gospel does not work that way. The good news that saves today is not 1 Peter 1.13. We're not hoping to the end to get grace. The good news today is not Acts chapter 3 verse 19 that says to wait for the return of the Lord so that our sins may be blotted out. No, the good news today is that Christ died for all your sins, past, present, and future. He was buried and took those sins to the grave. He come up out of that grave on the third day to justify you before the Father, making you, Colossians 2.10, complete in Christ because you're free from sin and have been forgiven of all trespasses, Colossians 2.13. Now you're 2 Corinthians 5.21, the righteousness of God in Christ. You've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, Ephesians 1.13, unto the day of redemption, Ephesians 4.30. Your salvation is untouchable. As we close today, listen to how plain and simple Paul says salvation is today. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So you hear the gospel, you believe the gospel, and the Holy Spirit promises to seal you. Now that's good news. I'm Trey Searcy. And now, you know the truth. Hello, Trey. This is um, Mae Jackson from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I've been listening to your program for several months. 
A lot of the truths she explained I already knew, but I had no one to actually interpret it the way I understood it. You have opened my eyes and ears to Bible passages that I never would have figured out on my own because so much of the Old and New Covenant is being mixed today in sermons from the pulpit. Your program has been a blessing to me, and may the Godhead in heaven continue to give you spiritual truths and bless you greatly. 